You're listening to the Bulldog Hour, getting you inside the Wilson football program with weekly game previews, recaps, highlights, and interviews. Now, here are your hosts, Joe Mays and Justin Raffoff. Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to the Bulldog Hour. I'm one of your hosts, Joe Mays, and sitting here next to me is my co-host, Justin Raffoff. Yeah, it's uh, great to be here. Um, it's, it's about that time of year. It is that time of year. Today was the uh, the player picnic. Tomorrow is uh, pads on, ready to roll. That's right. Bright and early, 6.30 will come quickly. Time to go. Hey, it's uh, what we really wanted any other way for mid-August here in uh, South Central, Southeastern Pennsylvania. I don't have to get up and practice at 6.30, <laughs> so sure. <laughs> I mean, I'm normally up at that time, but I'm oh, not yeah. wearing pads. That's which is the key, a, right. Being yeah. up is, is one thing. I'm not running around. So. I am. I'm not uh, going through a wind sprints which is, and which, tackling to be clear, drills. Is also good for the team. Yeah. Like or, that's good for them. It's also good for me. Fundies, <laughs> fundies. <laughs> Wednesdays, man. My favorite. Oh yeah. Memories. <laughs> yeah, memories. Like we we talked about with uh, Coach Dom's earlier this week, and on this show it was broadcast yesterday wow. that uh, we're coming up on the 20th anniversary of my the start of my senior year. So. Yeah. Um, that makes me feel very, very old. Um, I don't think that made P- Doug feel young either when, when we were talking no. about it. No. So, uh, but no. yeah, hopefully you joined us yesterday for that special broadcast uh, episode uh, four of season eight here on the Bulldog Hour, where we broadcast the coach interviews. Uh, and I gave you all a sneak peek of the player interviews because I hit the wrong button and walked away for a minute until I realized it. So you're going to hear that tonight, though. We're going to have two sets of player interviews. Uh, I talked to nine senior players. Uh, we're going to try to grab a few that that we were not able to get this past week. We'll grab them at the scrimmage. So if yeah. if you're waiting to hear from someone and you don't get it tonight, hey, tune in next week. Yeah, there's all kinds of factors that go into right. whose interview. It's not... A lot of it is availability. Yeah, so. and we just weren't able to hook up with everyone, but we got uh, you know, uh, not quite uh, two handfuls in the first wave, but we'll get a few more hopefully um, post scrimmage this coming Saturday. Well, so and like like we always say, with with wins come post game interviews. That's so, true. Yeah, there's um, always opportunities. Hopefully, there's lots of opportunities for post game interviews this year as well. Yeah, and. Uh, before we dive into the interviews, we just want to get our announcements and housekeeping out of the way. We want to thank the presenting sponsor of the Bulldog Hour, as always, is Mays Sandwich Shop. And thanks my thanks to my dad, Bill Mays, for supporting us for many, many years now. Uh, but he is not the only one. Uh, joining him is the Hop family and four anonymous donors. I appreciate uh, them reaching out to us and wanting to, uh, to sponsor the show for the uh, 2022 Wilson football season. That is greatly appreciated, and if you would like to join in on that fun, uh, don't have to just do sponsorship or advertising here with us or the in-kind donations, but like I mentioned yesterday, visiting the website website is great. BulldogHour.com has a lot of information on there, announcements for the team, current information on, on schedules, upcoming events, and also the history and heritage uh, factor as well. In addition to that, if we post anything to our social media sites, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or you follow us on uh, Twitch or YouTube, you see any of that stuff, give us a thumbs up 
and uh, do Justin's favorite thing. Yeah, like and share. So, uh, spread the word. Um, thanks for all the support so far. And uh, you keep it up, and we'll try to keep giving you content you like. Yeah, we'll return the favor. And uh, our next live show, as already mentioned, will be next Sunday, one week from now. We are into our weekly Bulldog Hours. It is here. It's crazy. So for the next, I mean, this is show five. We've never made it to 20 episodes in a season. We've come close. We've gotten to 18 or 19. My goal is always 20. And if we do 20 shows this year, that would be, I believe, the Sunday after Thanksgiving, which would be, I believe, into the state playoffs. Yeah, I think so. So that's the goal. Get get us to 20 shows because it is one heck of a season if that happens. But next show, episode six of season eight, will be next Sunday, August 21st at 8.30. And BurkeSportsReport.com's Paul Roberts will join us as we preview the entire schedule that Wilson will face this year. We will break down all 10 opponents that the Bulldogs will play and also recap the scrimmage and, like I said, maybe have another interview or two for you as well. Yeah, and I know uh, Paul has had some interviews over the last couple of weeks. Um, I know he caught cam after mm-hmm. West Reading basketball league stuff i know he caught up with um nick weitzel i think and, yeah nick's and, one that we didn't Zat, get uh, and coach doms um just just the other day yeah so. i posted those on on the facebook page and nick weitzel is one that we didn't get yet but we will make sure that we we have on here at some point maybe this uh, weekend like i said uh, but you will be able to hear from Cam Jones tonight. He was part of the group that was interviewed. And here's the schedule before we dive into those interviews. And like I said yesterday, number one, already checkmark, gone, heat week, over. Here we are, the day before the start of training camp, bright and early tomorrow morning. And then we dive into that Coatesville scrimmage this coming Saturday, the 20th, before kickoff versus Roman Catholic on August 26th. That is game one. That game is at home and it is part of a special event where we'll be honoring Doc Moyer. The school district will be doing that prior to the game against Roman Catholic. Look for that to start about 6.30 on Friday the 26th. And there will also be an after-the-game reception and open house at PJ Wellahan. So definitely want to uh, turn out and support Doc the Wilson football team, uh, which will also be hosting youth night. So you can see Van Reed, Lincoln Park, and Wilson West and Wilson Southern uh, football players and cheerleaders out there to support the team as 2022 gets kicked off in style. Yeah, it should be a great night. Um, great opponent, <laughs> which we'll get into uh, at a later show. That'll be next um, week, but, yeah. Yeah, but great opponent, should be a good night. Uh, great to take time to honor Doc and all that he has done for Wilson over the years. Yeah, many of them. It was 40 yeah. years. I know we, we've talked about that a lot on this show. Um, but yeah, Doc, yeah, a well, well-deserved uh, honor, honoring uh, yeah. of Doc Moyer. Uh, Wilson Athletic Rushmore. There you go. That's that's a show. That's an off-season show right there. Because, um, man, uh, Doc man, Doc's on there. Trying. <laughs> right, yeah. I don't. I, I mean, I, we almost okay. have to keep it like football specific because if you add in every sport, how are you ever going to narrow that down do to four? That's what I was just thinking. It's overwhelming just thinking about it. And yeah. now I just gave myself anxiety. Yeah, I was going to say, think about think about the way people get fired up when you're doing quarterbacks. Yeah, I was going to say, how easy was it for us to do quarterbacks and running backs? Imagine oh my just gosh. picking the best of the best and just picking you know four. I'm not available that week. Whenever you know, I am too non-confrontational for that one. Pa- paging Paul, yeah. Paul got to come back. Yeah. Maybe I don't do one. I just make him do it. 
like can direct all your anger and and energy ahead of time. Right, yeah. Oh, I'm not. I'm not doing it. Make him give his and be like, all right. Well, glad we talked about that. Thank you. Um, So uh, Friday, September 9th, which will be Wilson's third game, their second home game at Gursky, will be the annual Wilson Football Tradition Club Championship Team Reunion. And like I mentioned at the top of the show. We will be honoring the 20th anniversary of the undefeated league championship team from 2002 that I was a part of. That was my senior year, and I'm trying to gather as many of uh, my teammates and coaches to return for that event hosted by the Tradition Club. The RSVP is about 17 days away. We'd like to know if you are coming by August 31st, and you can message me or uh, email wilsonbulldogsfootball at gmail.com. And uh, I'm sure throughout the uh, the next month or so, we will spotlight that 2002 team on this show and throughout social media as we prep for that uh, championship team reunion occurring during the game versus Martin Luther King on Friday, September 9th. All right. Well, Justin, do you have anything you want to say or add before we move into our senior player interviews? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Man of little words. All right, so let's move on to the first group of senior players that uh, I talked to on Wednesday. So uh, enjoy these five senior players, and then we'll come back and direct you right to the second group of senior players. So here we go. All right, so welcome back to Bulldog Hour. We are with our first set of senior players Five of you guys here, and maybe it sounds a little crazy to think you guys are seniors now. You're the leaders of this team. But let's find out who we're talking to. So just give me your, your name and the positions we'll see you playing this year on the field. We'll start with you. I'm Nathan Capitano, uh, number 43 at Safety. Uh, my name is Nick Racona, number 15. I play outside linebacker. My name is Rafael Fernandez. I'm number 11, and I play corner. My name is Tajir Anusiangu. I play uh, D-Tackle, number 59. Uh, no, I'm Zach Weitzel. I wear number 77, and you'll probably see me at center or offensive guard. All right. Well, thank you guys for introducing yourselves, and uh, we know we'll have another set of players in here. I usually try to talk to most of the seniors before the season and definitely all the seniors throughout the year, but appreciate you guys taking the time here after a, a heat week practice, and it is a hot one. Some years, you guys uh, have been out there, and it hasn't been too bad. But this definitely is a year where you're getting yourselves ready for full pads, which is uh, comes Monday. Yeah. So the season is here. Can you get believe it? We're already ready for your senior years. So, uh, not at all. <laughs> it's crazy, but I'm super excited. That's yeah, an exciting time. Uh, we, quickly, I mean, we're recording this on Wednesday the 10th. It's just over two weeks until your first game. Your scrimmage is just over a week away. Mm-hmm. Um, so how did the summer go? How were your workouts? How was LBC camp? How have things been going for your team? Are you are you gelling? Do you feel like you've got a good nucleus out there? And you guys can just jump in. There's no order here. Just just let us know what you, what you have. Uh, I think overall, like all of us have been playing uh, together for a while now since middle school. So I feel like our connection is really there. We have a very good bond with uh, all of each other. So like while on the field and all the workouts, we're always pushing each other, always uh, making sure we're like uh, – competing at the highest level that we can. And like for the most part, we're always having fun making, but most importantly, making sure we're getting all our work done. Yeah, I just want to touch on what uh, Nate was saying. We're just, we're going out every day. We're competing. We're working hard and we're just trying to have fun. Like this is our last ride. We want to do 
as well as we can. And with our scrimmage coming up and our first game against Roman Catholic, we just want to be prepared and go out there and give it our best shot. You know, like, just as much as we bang heads on the field, we're back in the locker room acting like just as much as a family as you would at the house. Um, like, like Nate said, every day, um, we know our strengths and weaknesses. We push each other. We've known each other for, some of us know each other since we were probably eight years old. But every day we push each other. Camp has been great. Um, it was a great time to, like, really show each other what we're made of, show the coaches what we can do and how we play together. Yeah, and there's always work that needs to be done. But so far, we're going at it full speed. So I feel like coming into the season, we're going to be pretty solid as a team. So there's a good mix then of, you know, having fun out there, especially with the, the new guys and the guys you've known for a long time, but also, you know, it's a, you know, it's a serious task as much as competitive sports can be serious uh, in the grand scheme of things. Uh, your the prep has gone well this summer and uh, you're ready for, uh, for two a day. So let's look back quickly for those of you that were play uh, last year, 2021. What do you, what did you guys take away from your, your junior years here on the team last year? Cause it was an interesting year here for a Wilson football program. What takeaways do you take from your junior year that you'd like to see applied or even something changed as we get to 2022? Uh, I'd say since like first game we came out with CD, we came out strong. We uh, got that good win. I feel like we got super content, uh, content and comfortable with that. And we didn't like uh, use that momentum and push forward into the next game to really uh, like kind of compete at the level that we did against CD. So I feel like that's something that we have to work on or that we're working on this year is uh, to not really be content with uh, where we're at and to always keep pushing forward. Uh, I'm still kind of new. So last year, like my takeaway is like, there's a time for fun and there's a time to be serious, but like always makes you having fun during this, but this is a fun sport. Like, and then uh, one thing I also noticed is like, we, I feel like one thing we got work on this year is, staying like at a good mindset even if we're down or not because that's a lot we got real mental like got in our heads was arguing with each other like we got to like stay focused and like keep a level mindset like keep a level head and then that's that's one of my takeaways from last year but fun like just have fun it's a fun sport absolutely yeah. our team last year we like we faced a lot of adversity like coming out with that record like people didn't really expect that from wilson football but I feel like towards the end of the season, we like flipped the switch, we made the change. And coming into this year, that's the same mindset that we need to have. And we need to continue that streak going on forward. Yeah, I think 2021 was so interesting. But one of the best things that you guys did was rebound. You, mm -hmm. you, 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 sure. you regrouped and you moved on and look where it got you. That didn't end with the ultimate prize super close to get what you wanted. But halfway through the year, I don't know anyone outside the locker room thought you were going to be able to do that. So uh, you guys already figured out how to write the ship. Now it's time for this season to keep it that way for smooth sailing through uh, at least the first 10 regular season games and then worry about the second season when it gets here. So Wilson has a really strong tradition of, of one-year players, one-year starters. Because of the, the way the program is set up, there are so many guys that have a lot of talent but don't get the scene to get on the field immediately when they're underclassmen. But then their senior year comes and all of a sudden they make a huge explosion on the field. They're, everyone's talking about them as if there's some kind of secret that we've just been hiding for a few years. Um, who in your group of your senior class, who do you think could be the guy that steps up and kind of shocks the community and the LL League this year that maybe people haven't heard of much yet? Is there anyone that uh, is ready to do that for you? I'm going to have to give it to Nick, to be honest with you. He's probably one of the hardest working guys in the weight room. He's been 
pushing it every single day, trying to get better. He's been trying to get on the field. So now he's starting to keep his uh, up at safety. He's moved down to outside linebacker now. So I think he's going to be really good this year. He's going to be uh, put a big impression in like first County, even like the LL. So I think he's definitely someone that I think he's going to impress everybody. All right. Appreciate that. I'm going to have to agree with Cappy on that because like when we came into high school, we're coming to high school, Nick's probably like the scrawny little quarterback. Here. Like, I'm, like all seriousness. I mean, him now, he probably benches more, if not the same as me. Like I'd call the kid a gym rat. Like, and he works so hard on the field every day. Um, and I think he just deserves to even, not even if he doesn't start at outside linebacker, I think he deserves a lot of playing time. And I think it's going to show that he deserves it stat-wise um, on the field, just anything in practice even. Okay. Appreciate two votes for, two votes for Kona. <laughs> Make that three. It's a thing that we're, we're all on the same boat here. Remember the name. Nick Kona. Remember the name. But I, I feel like there's a whole bunch of kids on the team. Like, it's not really, like, specific kids you can name. I feel like... All around, there's a whole bunch of kids that we obviously last year, Jaden Jones, like he was our star running back. This year, we got Cleveland Harding. Mm-hmm. We have him at running back this year. Like, I feel like he's going to make a name for himself. You want to talk about an, an athletic person, Cleveland. He, obviously, he played on the basketball team this past year, and we got to see how explosive he was on the basketball court. But on the football field, he can turn up too. He's fast, he has all the tools to be a running back. And when he gets in the open field, just watch out. Yeah, that's uh, an interesting selection just because uh, Coach Rapoff and I, uh, we, we love to ask this question because we love to hear from you guys. But, of course, we, we already know, like your coaches, we see who's came up with us, the middle school level. You've been playing in the high school. We always have these, these guys in our head of, man, someone's been in front. There's been talent in front of them. It doesn't mean they're not talented. And when they get the chance, they explode. And, and Cleveland has the, that opportunity and we pointed that out four years ago with Elijah Morales. No one knew who he was outside of the team. And then he went on to rush for over 1,200 yards and be all first team all state. So like those are the opportunities that present yourself here on the Wilson team. If you have been a, a key guy in practice, special teams, but just haven't been able to break through in that starting lineup, at least continually, senior year comes and all of a sudden, people are like, where did this kid come from? He's been in Wilson the whole time. Mm-hmm. Just been a little bit hidden. So, uh, it's good to hear uh, some guys sitting here with us, some that I think I'll be talking to a little bit later, and if not, I'm sure I'll get to talk to many of them throughout the year, uh, Rafoff and I. Um, how about let's talk about, let's put the 2022 season, just put a pin in it and talk about you guys in your future careers. What are we talking about collegiately, uh, work, work fields? What do you want to do after you're done here with us at Wilson? Uh, when you graduate, we're going to work, we're going to college. Is there going to be some kind of athletic opportunities? I know for sure some of you are going on for other things. Uh, so just let the community know what are your aspirations for outside of uh, outside of Wilson. After high school, I obviously want to go to college. Uh, definitely want to go out of state. I'm thinking about North Carolina right now, NC State. I'm sure not. Football, I mean, I would love to continue it, uh, but it's definitely not one of my main priorities. But again, if I could play football in college, I would love to do it. So, uh, I would also like to go to college. I've been looking at some um, in-state schools and a couple schools out of state, like in Maryland. Um, I would like to major in finance. And also, if the opportunity comes, I would like to continue playing baseball in college as well. Okay. Yeah, um, I'm going to Misericordia University. Yeah, congratulations. Just yeah, I'm going there to play baseball and study business. Excellent. Excellent. Um, 
I plan on going to an in-state college somewhere. Um, I'm planning on studying science. Like, I want to be somewhere, like, veterinarian or a zoologist. Excellent. And I also want to do, like, photography or videography. No, you're speaking my language right now. Yeah, and continue. And continue football, of course. Excellent. I love it. So, um, I plan on going to college. I'm probably going to be a teacher for early education. Okay. But um, I plan on playing lacrosse in college. I have a couple offers from... I have a couple schools in-state, and I have some out-of-state. I've visited all in-state, a couple out-of-state. I'm trying to stay in state but you know it's whatever comes to it whatever opportunities come up yeah but now yeah. uh are you doing pitching baseball or whatever uh, utility type? probably utility i mainly play outfield but i can okay. also play I middle infield. Play, yeah okay i've seen you pitch with, with the Al, outfield uh outfield yeah, yeah, yeah. Outfield. Uh, goalie yeah okay yeah okay excellent well best of luck to that i know i'll be talking to you many times over the next you know, nine months before you have to make the decision or you head off. But um, that's honestly one of the favorite questions that people want to hear asked is what are you guys going to do once you're, once you're done here at Wilson? What are your, your, uh, your career goals or your, your future athletic goals? So, um, all right, back to you. We're going to focus on you guys and your development since last season. Personally, what do you think you've gotten better in, in your football game? Uh, it, can, it can be anything. You can talk about strength, agility, um, mental, what what have you focused on the most and do you think has been paying dividends as you prepare for this new season? Uh, for me personally, at least, um, since safety, like there's a lot going on in the backfield. There's a lot going on in the field in general. So one thing I've uh, learned to control is definitely my speed and like my mind to like really slow down and be aware of the field, be aware of the receivers and where they're going, which way they're going. So personally, I think that uh, I've been a lot more controlled and all my steps, and all my back pedals, my brakes, stuff like that. So that's definitely one of my strengths that I've improved. Uh, for myself, moving from safety to outside linebacker, it's just learning how to how to play outside linebacker and worrying about my specific job and just focusing on that and not worrying about anything else. Just focusing on what I have to do to be successful at that and help the team. I'm gonna say like. Just getting after, getting in the weight room, working on speed, agility, all that stuff. I just feel like all, all that stuff all around has just helped me improve as a player at corner. Like, I got some reps in last year at corner as a junior, and I just feel like really hitting it. Like, this summer, coming into this season, I feel like it's made a big impact on me, and I can make a big difference. Uh, last year, since last year, I feel like everything has improved. Like, I'm in from, like, JV and just getting, like, reps in on varsity, like, I would get winded so fast, and I was out of shape. I was a little bit bigger, and it, uh, that's the that's the, this is the thing like I love the most about Wilson's program because I'm coming from Philly, like Philly's program, and compared to Wilson program, Philly was easy. But like it, Wilson program, like I've never looked like this in my life. Like <laughs> I got here and I bulked up. I got more stamina, like I, 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 everything. Huh? And then on top of that, on the field, my field work is getting better. I got better footwork i'm stronger now i got more iq more awareness like everything everything just boosted up and like my stats just boosted so i'm i'm excited for this season like i'm real excited um i'm gonna say for me personally probably just footwork and pass protection in general like since last year kind of like what taj said like going from like jv and whatnot and stuff like that coming up to varsity getting more reps having actual like competition and also just being in the weight room. 
like just lifting in general, getting bigger, getting stronger, getting faster. All right. Um, so we know overall team goals, wins, that's what matters the most. But in, in the back of your head, do you guys have any individual like statistical marks you wanted to hit? For, I mean, it can be anything. I've heard random stuff all the time. It's not just, you know, touchdowns, receptions, interceptions. It can be anything. Is it even be in the weight room? Is there something you're really focusing on uh, that you want to hit this year? Uh, statistically, you personally, let's let's go reverse order this time. Um, I'm gonna say on field, legally, like knock some kids over. I would say kill some kids, but so like pancakes. yeah, like, you know, like legally, like a good amount of pancakes this year. Um, and in the weight room, I don't really know about any goals, but like I just keep working. Like you know, right now I'd say I think my max squat last time I squatted was like four twenty five. So like maybe five hundred by the end of the year. You know, just something like the reach for to keep myself going. Yep. In in the weight room, I wanna on bench press. I wanna hit three hundred by the end of senior my senior year. Three hundred, three fifteen, around that uh, area. And then um, on field, I want a defensive touchdown because that's something I've been dreaming go. about for a long time. I want to defend. I want to scoop and score or and. Or another thing, like I want to swat a pass or something, like get up in the in the quarterback's face away, and yeah. swat it. Yeah, that's what that's one of the two things I want to do: defensive touchdown and swat a pass. All right. Um, on defense, like my goal, I want to get more than one interception. Like last year, I had one. Like I want to get like at least like five. Because okay. I, I feel like we got a really good defense this year. So like my goal is five because like we're getting after it this year. Our defense and in the weight good. room, like we're just, I'm just gonna keep working. I'm just gonna keep hitting what I hit. I'm not gonna set a goal for myself because if I set a goal, I just work for that goal and I just hit that goal. Okay. So I'm just gonna keep gotcha. shooting up there and just keep working. I want to touch on what Rupert was saying. I don't want to set any goals for myself because I just want to see where it takes me and just keep working every single day, you keep getting stronger. Is, you don't want there to be a peak. You yeah. just want to keep going. Correct. Uh -huh. And for myself on the field, uh, I would mainly say I would love to score a touchdown any way possible. I would love to just get an end zone on Friday night and just embrace that moment. Uh, but also, just for the younger kids coming up, I just want to be a good leader and just teach them like what Wilson football is all about and just to be there for them and just to teach them everything that I know. Well, you'll get an opportunity to do that quickly because I believe the first game is youth night. So they'll yeah. be there slapping your hands as you run on the field. It's always a fun time. All right, Cappy? Bring us home. Uh, for field goals, I would say um, definitely just put as much work as I can. Uh, maybe some picks this year. I want some big hits, uh, make some good plays, pick six even. But another scoop and score just like last year. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, for the weight room, uh, I've always, always been like trying to put in the work in the weight room. So 315 bench, definitely a big goal. I had 275 this year. Uh, or 280, I forget what it was. It was like 280, 285. Yeah, and I had 420 squat, trying to get 500. Just like some big goals in the weight room that I would love to achieve. Who are your leaders of this team? Who are the guys that are stepping up, the ones that break down the huddle, get you hyped up before the game, or maybe just set someone straight? Who are the guys that have taken control? I mean, usually we see this in the senior class, but there's an underclassman that's been stepping up. You mm -hmm. can let us know. But who are those guys that come to mind about these are the ones that are going to set us in the right direction, head down the right path? I. I just want to say for the underclassmen, Jack Dendel and Logan Kurswig, yeah. those are two underclassmen yeah. who they're they're jumping in the huddle, they're saying a few words, and they're great young leaders that for their senior year, they're going to really set the team up straight. Yeah, I'm going to go with the same thing. I'm going to agree. And obviously for our senior class, like Cam Jones, like mm -hmm. he's, always, he's always been the leader of our team. And like 
it's not like we like it's not like we're always gonna rely on him but i'm just saying like he is like he's always there for us and he's always bringing down our huddles and we always appreciate him for that yeah it's nice when you're the player who gets the most attention both from off the field you know in the papers and stuff like that but also from the opponent if he also has a leadership mentality when you see him you know he can walk the walk and talk to talk. he can do both aspects mm-hmm. Sometimes you only get one of those, and that's fine too. Those are, you need those type of players and those type of leaders. But when that meshes together, you really have a, a key individual for your team. All right. Um, how about you guys? Um, what's the most most anticipated game on your schedule this year? You know, you got you know of ten opponents off the bat. Which one of those really stands out to you uh, in this cycle? Uh, definitely the first game, Roman Catholic, and probably uh, Mifflin. You know, that's a different different schedule for us. It's on Saturday afternoon, and I'm pretty sure that's their homecoming night. And yeah. uh, the past few years, it's hasn't been great against Mifflin, so it's mm-hmm. definitely time for uh, our revenge, I guess you can say. It's come out there and come uh, play. It's our year. So it's I, I feel like those two, two, mm-hmm. uh, two games that I think are definitely most anticipated. Yeah, so, like, of course, like, Roman Catholic, brand new to the schedule, great team. They have great players on their team. I think that's, like, probably number one up there. For the most anticipated, I think even with fans, like people who come out, they're like they want to see what we're about against a very uh, high quality team. But, you know, again, like Mifflin, it's a revenge year. Like it's our year to like punch them in the mouth and show them what Wilson really is. Um, but like, of course, CD's always there. Mannheim Central's always there. Mannheim's always up there. They're big competitors. But like, I think Roman Catholic and Mifflin are probably the biggest games this year that I'm anticipated for. I think the team is anticipated for also. Well, it's good to have week one right on there because I yeah. know what the coaches will say. Week one is the only one that matters. But you do open with that huge game. Wilson's never played Roman Catholic. You're welcoming a 6A school um, from Philadelphia, and I know that they have a lot of good U1 prospects on that team. Uh, but, yeah, Mifflin is an interesting one. Back-to-back road against them, you know, were you guys disappointed to learn that that game had been switched to a, a to a, an away game? You have to play there at midnight. Yeah, yeah. Night. Or in the, yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah. in the afternoon on yeah. Saturday. That kind of got to me. I was like, oh, we're it, supposed to be playing them here. Yeah, yeah. 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 here are supposed to be a Friday night. Keep your normal schedule. I know that when when I was alerted to that early early this year, uh, it was yeah, it was pretty disappointing because you have your routines. Uh, people kind of set aside that time to come and watch you play. And now uh, there's a home Penn State game that day. And I know there's a bunch of people that have commitments for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, for any college, any college football, it doesn't even matter. Uh, that's just, in my head, I always think what's going on with Penn State and the home Penn State game. But yeah, the local schools, other collegiate, like there's so much going on. Saturdays become college, Fridays is high school. So uh, I supposedly hear that the Mifflin staff not happy about it either, supposedly, but it is what it is. You know, if the play Saturday afternoon, a little bit different. Uh, selfishly, I like it because it's better lighting for my pictures. So <laughs> you guys on the game against Mifflin. But yeah, I mean, obviously that's at the top of everyone's mind because not only has it been moved to a Saturday, different time, their homecoming, but you guys had a tough time with them the last two years. So a lot of buildup, and I'm sure you guys are thinking, well, I'm not going to be part of a team that's never beaten our big rival so I, the motivation factor for that i'm sure is through the roof but yeah roman catholic week one that is a that is a huge one for sure uh, we kind of talked about this but focus more on your your class your seniors how about give us some underclassmen who could surprise on offense defense and names uh that the community the fans should know about entering the season 
It's gonna oh, Tommy Hunter. That's I mean that, that's well, what I was thinking. Right. Yep. Young kid, he's uh he's a junior coming up this season. He's he's gonna be playing quarterback for us. He is a talented kid. He's a young kid, a little bit inexperienced, but coming into this year, I feel like he can make a big impact on this team, like as a junior, and then he's gonna make a big impact his senior year as well. Defense, I say online, uh Logan Kurzwick and uh Derek Reiniger. He's um what is he? He's coming up uh, as sophomore. Sophomore. sophomore and Logan will be a junior. Yeah, I feel like on um, defensive line, there'll be a look out for them. Okay. Um, offensive line, young kids, Matta. I was saying Matta. AJ Matta. AJ Matta. Anthony. Yeah. We can't forget about Brady Klein. Brady Klein. Yeah, Brady Klein. Yeah. yeah. He was a. Big factor of the yeah, team actually, actually, definitely. So. I think he's gonna Brady play a big role this year as well. For sure. He's yeah, a little encore for him, only entering his sophomore year, but people already know his name after yeah, his yeah. freshman season. So excellent. So how about um, going back to you personally again? Uh, going all the way back to when you remember starting uh, little league, middle school, whatever you started in the Wilson program. What's your favorite football memory that you've done so far? It could be something oh, on him. Let's not do high school yet because that'll be oh, another no, question. I... So let's do, and it could be, you know, in Battery Lincoln Park, your middle school, or just coming here and watching a game. Like, what's your favorite Wilson football memory that you weren't on the team yet? Oh, man. I'm have to say, like, no, Nick and Tajir aren't going to remember this, but like, Ropo and Cappy, like, yeah. our last year of Van Reed, like, we were like, we played while missing in the chip, and we just completely swept them. And it's just, like, a thing that, like, it was our last year. It was a great time. Like, all the coaches, like, Kirkpatrick, um, oh, man, like, Zerby, I forget the Yurig. Like, it's just – and then in middle school, when we had to combine with Southern for our class, yeah. it was, like, we were all so confused. We never played with these kids before. We always played against them. And just coming together, we bonded so well, and it just helped us so much in the high school. Like, freshman year, we didn't have to worry about meeting new kids. We're all together as one team, just and we kept going. Like, this year now, we've known each other for over four years just because of that, and it's so nice. It's so great to have it. Uh, I would say one of my favorite memories, though, is back to Van Reed. I used to be a nose guard on defensive line. Uh, probably some of the best days. Uh, I, I was short kid, short scrawny kid. Oh, wait, so Coach Wolver didn't put a package in for you to play that position? Mm. No, no. Person, we'll have to talk to him about yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, since I was just faster than all these kids, all the O-line, I just get right by and get sacks every game. So that's definitely one of the favorite memories of mine. Yeah, I'm going to go back to Zach's memory. When uh, when we won the chip against Wyatt Missing, I was – that was one good memory. This is something I'll never forget because I remember a couple years before that we lost to them yeah. in the championship, mm-hmm. and then coming back and being them, it was it was a good feeling. It was a good feeling. I feel like my favorite memory, like since I'm still like kind of new, like last year was my first year playing for Wilson actually, like on uh, JV. But like my favorite memory was coming out on the field and just seeing a bunch of new faces, and then I finally get my helmet. And we do like one on ones, and like I just completely like just cook them like, and and then it was like, who is this kid? Like where where have you been? Like, and then everybody would just 
you know what I'm saying, uh, coming to meet me and all of that. It was it was a nice experience, like meeting Wilson team for the first time. Yeah. Good. Back at my my class back in Lincoln Park, we were we were never good. <laughs> we always had uh, the junior class kids like Logan Kerswick. They always had to play up and help us out because we never had the numbers and just we needed kids. But I do think having those kids coming up just. It was good to meet some younger kids and just playing with them. And I know you said not to touch about. Well, we're going to do that next, so mm -hmm. you can kick us off right But here. just saying, now having playing with them at the high school level, it's just cool to remember, like, oh, man, I remember playing with them back when we were younger and just getting to play with them now. Just It's just it's awesome. It's great. Like, true true meaning of team. Correct. Right? It doesn't matter uh, age. Correct. You're just mm -hmm. uh, playing as a group. So how about the right? We both have kind of talked about your high school experience, your favorite memories from that so far. But. The, the, the rest of you, um, your first two two years on the high school team, what what stands out? What was the what big moment that you remember that, that you'd say is your favorite right now? Um, uh, probably the first uh, varsity game I played in my sophomore year, safety. Uh, we had a bunch of starters out. A bunch of them were hurt, like Caleb Brown, uh, all of them. So I was putting in the safety. I was, like, throwing in. like It was like this kid. I used to play outside linebacker, so they like, brought me up to play safety. They were like, all right you're starting this game. So I was like, all right. We beat me in Hunt Township. I don't remember the score, but I think I had about four or five tackles that game. So that's probably my one of my favorite uh, memories from high school football. Yeah, that was huge. That was the week after the opening game of the delayed start to the season because of COVID. Mm -hmm. uh, after the loss to Mifflin, and yeah, like you said, a lot of people out injured. When, when I talked to the seniors last year, that was a big point of uh, emphasis on them was the Man of Township game 2020 was one of their biggest memories to date. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I feel like one of my favorite memories, and this is last year again, I was on JV, but we were playing um, Penn Manor, and we were up in the second half, and so they started putting, like, JV, JV players in. And I had got a sack and Friday Night Lights, and it was, like, the most exhilarating, like, the most exciting feeling like got up and everybody was on the side like yeah Taj yeah Taj it was probably my favorite moment to like my whole time playing for Wilson yeah those are good feelings yeah with mine uh, I'm gonna go last year uh, a game against Central uh, that's the game where uh, Cam Jones he came out early something happened with him and uh, I had to go in for him and I played like most of the game at corner and uh, it was just a great memory for me because I did really good, and we won that game, and it was just an amazing memory. Yeah, you're talking about the playoff game? Yeah, the playoff York. game against them. Yeah. yeah, that's a good one. So I'm going to have to say uh, this will be our sophomore year um, at LBC camp. So one of the seniors, uh, Trent Moss, he, like, my sophomore year, he I kind of got to know him because of uh, summer workouts and whatnot like that. And he, like, really brought me in as, like, a young kid, and he was – super like encouraging super nice to me and we were at camp and um he's like he comes up to me and he's like here come with me quick and it, it's because he wanted to play a prank on someone i forget who it was but basically they weren't in their dorm and they didn't lock their door so he goes i need you to help me son quick so we went in their dorm and we took their mattress and hid it in one of the extra rooms <laughs> and he was like he was like no don't say a word and he gave me like five bucks for it so that's probably gotta be like one of the make money. Yeah, because I just cause I helped him and the kid like and I was in the same uh, hallway as the kid we did it to and he comes back and he's like, 
what? He's flipping out. Like, he slams his door shut. He's going knocking on doors trying to figure out where it was. It was really nice. <laughs> okay, that's great. Okay, uh, just last couple questions here. Do you guys have any pregame superstitions or routines? Um, I usually wear the same shirt same every single game. Okay. Uh, it's this like cutoff shirt. It's like probably like a 2018 Wilson uh, Mifflin game shirt. I oh, always one of the white out shirts. Yeah, one of the white out shirts. So I wear that. Wear that like almost every game. That's that's probably the only superstition I have. Um, I'm gonna say I have these pair of socks that have a hole in them, and they're right on my heel. And it's just something about it when I put my cleat on, it like rubs my heel, and I'm like, oh. It's game day. Like, I just, it's something about it. Yeah. Like, I wear them to practice sometimes, and I'm like, these are the wrong socks for practice. <laughs> I kind of I kind of started this uh, last year a little bit. Yeah, I, kinda, I started this, like, like mid-season last year. I'm going a, I'm to a continue it into this year. But uh, before every game, I'm going to do a flip. <laughs> and before we break it down. We, I started doing that last year, and, I'm, and, like, it just, like, gets everyone hype. It gets everyone up, like, screaming, clapping. I'm like... I'm going to continue that. I'm going to continue that to this year to get the energy going for a game. For me, honestly, last year I just started before every single game. This isn't really a superstition, but I would honestly work on controlling my breathing. So I, I played a lot of special teams last year, and I was I was a little nervous. Like This is my first experience playing Friday night, and uh, I got a couple really important roles on special teams. So I was a little nervous, but I would just sit in my locker. I would just like keep my eyes closed and just work on my breathing. It would help settle me down. And I did that before every game. That's that's exactly what I was going to say. I, I, I put in my music, like put in my earbuds in and just blast music and just like breathe, like just, and just focus on like the game and all of that. And then that's just pretty much it. We go out there and then he do the flip, get us hyped up. <laughs> we, we can't forget about the, the biggest one though, the Bulldog. You always have to touch the Bulldog with yeah. one of Oh, yeah. That is that's a team tradition. Yeah. Yeah. Program thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well a couple a lot of practical answers, a lot of a lot of ones that we've ever heard. The clothing is very popular, food, music. Breathing is actually a newer one, but it makes mm -hmm. a lot of sense. I mean, scientifically proven to help you calm down if you can uh, fix your breathing, control that, things will uh, generally go your way. So how about growing up? Did you have a favorite high school player? I know most of you grew up watching Wilson play. Is there a guy you remember watching as a little kid running around on Gursky? This is still kind of recent, but I remember uh, I was sitting in the bleachers and I heard the student section just um, saying, Biggie Ray and so, and he was he was always fun to watch. He just yeah. watching him run the ball, he was awesome. I also want to say. Um, Avanti, watching Avanti. Yeah. I got to know him a little bit actually because he was a senior when I was a freshman. Mm -hmm. So I got to get to know him a little bit. He was always fun to watch as well. Two running backs <laughs> and line, linebackers too <laughs> for Avanti. Yeah, I'm going to go with the same answer uh, watching Iggy. Uh, yeah, I always, I always like watching him. He was, I was gigantic. Uh, I would have to give it to my brother, just because like he's, he's yeah. uh, two years older than me. I've always uh, grown up watching him play. Yeah. And so when he was a sophomore, I was in eighth grade. When uh, he was a junior, I was a freshman. So I was, I've always watched him. He was always starting. So he's yeah. definitely someone I pay attention to most. Um, so my my answer one first of all like 
Troy, like Troy is just he's such a beast. Like in the weight room, like we played with him my sophomore year, but like in the weight room he would like push and push, push. Like I did sleds with him and the one time, like I mean I was it was hot, I was dying. And he comes up to me and he's like, Come on, you got these. He's like, one more. He's just he was always pushing on the field, you know, he was just a crazy athlete. But um this one is like um a kid, he only played his senior year, I'm pretty sure. He used to play when we were younger, but um he didn't get much time like playing in general because of how small he was. But I don't know if you guys remember Andon Dehazy. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That yeah. kid, yes. he was so like I'm telling you, I don't think he grew since seventh grade. But he like we used to put like four plates in the sled room and he would just he wouldn't give up. He was such he had such a mentality that I just love to see it be like the kid probably weighs 120 pounds. But <laughs> he did not give up. No matter what it was. We get on the field. He'd go up against Troy to do as much as he can, crack heads as hard as he could. He just never gave up. Get back down. And he, it was just great to, like, be around him. Because I'm looking at that, and I'm like, I got to go. Like, I got to try harder. Because look at him. Yeah. I, uh, I can't say, like, I watched anybody growing up. But last year, I like to watch um, Memo. Dominic Memo. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I I looked I looked up to him because like he played the same position. I mean he was he was just so good. Like I could like not wrap around like like I couldn't wrap that around my head. Like he was just so good. Him and uh Eli Rodriguez, but mostly Memo because of how quick he was, how athletic he was. Like I couldn't I was so confused on how he was a, a lineman, <laughs> how fast he was. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I look Memo up and also a good example of that senior player to step up and play a big role. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. That's yeah. the program didn't know too much about, but he's the guy that when I was inter- interviewing senior players, that's who everyone pointed to was with Memo last year. Yeah. All right, we're at the half an hour, so just the last two questions are real quick hit, um, not big discussion. How about your if you watch football outside of this high school stuff, favorite college and favorite pro team? you watch on Saturdays and Sundays? Penn State and Steelers. I would say Notre Dame and the Eagles. To be honest, I don't I don't really watch I don't I don't watch college football like that. I mean like I like I like I like watching it all the time. Just like I don't pick specific teams. Like if it's on I just like sport in general. Yeah that's the same for me for college football but my favorite team is the Rams. I Ram, like to watch right. the Rams. Yeah. Okay. Got bragging rights for a few more weeks. <laughs> Everything resets. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say the same thing as Cappy. Penn State and the Steelers. Okay. Penn State and Steelers. Interesting. Notre Dame, huh? Notre Dame. I've liked them ever since I was a little kid. So. I liked you. That's <laughs> <laughs> good. <laughs> All right. Um, the last thing. Just what is uh, your message to the fans and the community about this upcoming season? Uh, what can they expect out of you guys? A great year. That's all I gotta say. I expect a great year. Yeah, great year and exciting games. Big explosions on D line. Big explosions. Yeah, high energy, like just big games that we're gonna come out and play, show up, and just give some entertainment. We're asking, we're asking the crowd, bring the noise, be loud at the games. Yeah, just just wait for the dogs. We we gonna, we're gonna show what we can do. Everyone in the crowd's gonna hear a whole bunch of new names and just. Just, just be aware, the dogs are coming. We're coming. Yes, sir. All right, guys. Well, thanks for joining me as the first set of senior player interviews. Best of luck this year, and I look forward to talking to each of you after a win on Friday nights. Or maybe so Saturday afternoons. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, right. Thank thanks, you. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Thank you.
All right. So that was the first set of interviews with our senior players. We're going to roll right into our second group. So another four senior players right up. But Justin, that was a uh, it was good to talk to those guys, and uh, it was a very it was a fun group, and uh, they, they seem to be ready for the season. Yeah, it's uh, you can sense the excitement um, and kind of the anticipation, and uh, ready ready to get rolling. Like you said, bright and early tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here is the last set of interviews. I think these run about 20 minutes with another four senior Bulldog players. All right. We're back here with this second group of senior player interviews on the Bulldog Hour. Uh, guys, thanks for joining me. First up, just go through, give us your uh, name, number, and positions. We'll say, see you play on the field this fall. Uh, Cleveland Harding, number five, I play running back in corner. Kyle Cooper, number nine, I play receiver in DB. Uh, Cam Jones, number one, uh, corner and receiver. Spencer Tanga, number 10, cornerback and receiver. Got a lot of defensive backs in these groups. A lot of seniors in the, the defensive backfield. I don't know if that says uh, says a lot about the team or not. I'm not speaking to many big linemen. I have to make sure that some of them get caught after the fact. Uh, they haven't joined us yet, but maybe a little bit later. Had a couple in the first group, but uh, guys, how's the summer workouts going? How was team camp at, at LVC? It's been rough, but I mean, <laughs> it pays off in the in the long run. So we understand that, and we're working hard every day to kind of prepare ourselves for when the season comes around. What's the uh, what's the toughest thing to do over the summer? That those, those workouts you have three days a week. What's uh, what, what's the toughest part of that? Uh, I think the hardest part is waking up. <laughs> getting getting up yeah. and getting there. <laughs> but other than that, sleds is really tough for us. Okay. But like it's all mental. Yeah. Everything you do. Usually people complain about the core. Most people kind of when they're lifting they don't do core, so when it kind of hits you in the three times a week, you, you start to feel it. Yeah. Is there any, uh, do you ever get adjusted to it, your body used to it, or it's, it's always a battle? Well, usually what they try to do is like, every week they up it with the time or the amount of reps. So you get, you start to get used to it, but then like the next week comes and you add the extra five, 10 more reps and you start to feel it again. So uh, before we look ahead to this coming season, we'll look back to last year just briefly. What were some of your takeaways from your junior season in 2021 uh, from what you experienced with the team or individually? Uh, what do you look back on 2021 and think about? In football, you, you go through adversity. Uh, it could hit you early. It could hit you at the end. But no matter what time it hits you, you got to battle it and kind of get the – don't let it get the best of you. So you can keep moving forward. And uh, personally, I took away that if you put the time in in the summer, when it comes to the season, like it'll pay off. You end up having a good record and competing for championships, and that's what everyone wants to do. Anyone else learn anything from last year or want to say anything about last year? Um, I mean, I really play as much last year. What I can take away is um, just paying attention and being involved could get you, um, can prepare you for upcoming seasons. Um, just knowing what you're doing and expect knowing what's going to happen, expecting it. 
the, the, the Wilson program has a strong tradition of having a player step up their senior year and they get to be a, that, that one-year player and contributor. Uh, who are some of your teammates, uh, your classmates, uh, that maybe the fans don't know much about right now but think could make a huge impact on the team this year as, a, as that senior starter? Anyone come to mind? Anyone jump out? I have people waiting. You have to... Yeah. Uh, definitely Nick Arcona. Like, he does a lot. He helps a lot. He's always trying to help someone. He's always uplifting and bringing good energy to the team. So, like, when we're lifting, he's always right there pushing people to just go harder. Same with on the field. And yeah, that was the, the so Nick was in the first group of interviews, um, but three of his teammates picked him out on this question. They all jumped on, on Nick as being a guy that they think could have a, a good year uh, this season. Anyone else you think uh, in your class that could uh, could step up and be a key contributor for you this year? I think all the seniors who didn't get much time last year will have a big year this year, no matter what position they are. I mean, Cleveland taking the role in running back, I think he'll feel pretty good uh, between Makai and Spencer. Not seeing the field as much, they'll take their roles pretty good and kind of help lead the team as well with being a senior. Uh, like Tajir, uh, Zach Weitzel, Nick Whitesell will have a bigger year. Landon had a big year at the end, but I think he'll have a better all-around season. I think it's just Cappy, everyone, throughout their, from our, kind of from all our starters. How many are there, like, around 20? I think about 20, yeah. Yeah, so I think all 20 of them will, will have a big year, contribute however the way they need to. I mean, all the seniors know the, what their roles are, and that's kind of what we're doing right now in practice. Everyone plays a role, and that's how we would become good. Let's uh, quickly talk about the future for you guys uh, off the football field. Have you thought about what you're going to do after high school, college, workforce, anyone going to play uh, a college sport? Uh, you know, just let us know what you're interested in, what you'd like to do after after Wilson. Uh, Cleveland, we'll start with you. Uh, well, definitely attend college. Okay. I'm not exactly sure what I'm going to do in college, but definitely attend. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm gonna go. To, I'm definitely gonna go to school. I'm gonna continue to play football, whichever way, whatever division it is, because everything's a blessing. And then uh, I'll be pursuing in like communications. Communication. Okay. I'll be playing college football somewhere. I'll make the decision soon. But uh, thinking about, I'm. I really enjoy math when it comes to school. So okay. something that kind of involves math and business is probably my career path that I'll be taking. Okay, and you said soon. Do you have a, a date in your mind? Or yeah, just like when uh, it comes out? August 21st. August 21st? Yeah. Okay. August 21st. Yeah, uh, I'll be going to college for sure. I'm still bouncing between playing a college sport or not. I'm not 100%. I haven't really picked out colleges yet, but I'm going to do marketing. Marketing? Yeah, that's what I want to do. So, I mean, I think I'll have fun with that. Yeah, yeah. Good. Good collection. Uh, we'll we'll we'll, uh, we'll catch up with you guys after the season too to see uh, if you've made decisions on where where you'll be going and what you'll be studying or if you're rejoining the workforce. All right, so how about uh, sticking with you individually? How about some personal goals for you on the field? Like we know the team wins the most important thing, but individually speaking, do you have any statistic? Whether it, you know we we hear tackles, touchdowns, receptions. Uh, the last group also talked about um, weight room goals, individual weight room goals. Is there something statistically you'd like to see 
uh, you reach this year, some peak that you have out there that you would like to uh, hit on the football field or in the weight room or whatever you can come up with? Um, personally, mine, I mean, I've been getting hurt a lot lately. I got hurt last year, so I didn't get to see the field as much as I wanted to. So, I mean, my goal is truly just to, this season, once I'm done with this foot injury, come back and truly grind and just my goal is to play a whole season. That's it. Just my last season, I just want to play the whole season. That's really my main goal right now. Uh, don't really have any like statistics that I want to kind of accomplish. Uh, last year, I think I had a good mindset just coming in and letting my ability take over and not really thinking about the stats or anything, just kind of going out and play. That's my, my same goal this year is just to play and then Whatever stats come with it, it comes with it. Comes with it. Modest and humble. Don't worry, we'll take care of the stat collection for you. We'll keep everyone up to date. Kai, how are you? My goal this year, because I didn't see the field much last year at all, is just go out there and play the game. I like to play and just have fun doing it, because all the stats and stuff come later. Okay. Uh, my goal this season is just to do my job, play my role, do whatever I can do to help our team win. All right, guys, who are the leaders of this team? Who are the guys that are stepping up? You know, generally, we think about usually it's going to be seniors or seniors, but uh, the last group also talked about some underclassmen, uh, you know, on the field, off the field, who's getting you guys ready, uh, the players, who, who's, who are in those leadership roles? Um, I'm a leader myself. Uh, I kind of take more of like a set-by-example kind of thing. Um, the underclassmen, the linemen, like uh, Kurzweil, Dendel, they do a good job being like the leaders who who speak the most and bring the energy to kind of pick everybody up. I would say the same as Dendel and Kurzweil, and Ryan's there too. They bring a lot of energy and they're really intense about it. And yeah, but those same names that we heard from the first yeah. group. Well, besides the, the seniors who are taking the leadership role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they pointed out uh, that's uh, that's junior or sophomore lineman just uh, even, helping out. Even like uh, with Derek being a sophomore and Christian and Brady as well, all three of them obviously being up here last year, they seen how like the team should be ran and stuff like that. So with them three as well, they're taking a big leadership role within their class and kind of most of them are kind of competing for spots this year. So they're taking that leadership role as well, them three. Since the end of last season, what do you think you've improved the most in your in your game? What what are you guys better, bigger, faster, stronger, mental? What has gotten better since uh, that last game last November? Um, probably for me, just like mentally, like with um, plays and stuff. Towards like the end of the season, I was like kind of getting in, like knowing what I'm doing. Now I kind of think I got it all together for the most part. I was the same. My mental is completely there, and I'm knowing more. Because last year I came in and wasn't, like, really sure about anything. I was very hesitant. But this year, like, I feel way better about it. You definitely uh, kind of focus more on my technique this offseason. Uh, usually, like, I'm blessed to kind of have the speed that I have. So when it comes to playing defensive back, the technique is really where it has to be at. So you can read things better and know the game plan better and stuff like that. I know what the other team's running. So definitely the mental side. Yeah, yeah definitely say that. 
I think mine's my speed. It's probably my main thing. What's your most anticipated game for this season? Or which which of those ten regular season games do you look forward to the most? Uh, definitely week one. We got a big matchup with Roman Catholic. Uh, people kind of underestimate them because the record wasn't as good last year, but they're definitely a team to beat. I mean, with the Philadelphia Catholic League being as strong as it is, it's hard to win games up there. So, I mean, all the teams are talented, and obviously we know what they have to offer. But then also the Mifflin game is definitely circled. I mean, they've had our number the past few years, so I think it's time to bring the Gersky Lynn back, back home. That, that would be nice. I haven't gotten to touch that trophy yet in the first two years. But all. We, we've we never touched it. Right, yeah. As, you, as a graduating class, senior class, uh, you, you've gotten to see a lot of teams before you do that, but um, your group hasn't gotten there yet. It's a, a unique opportunity to do it on a Saturday afternoon back at their place again. Yeah. Uh, two years in a row. When you guys found out about the game being moved to Saturday afternoon, what was your first thought? It was kind of like... Like an eye opener. Like, I looked at it and I was like, I thought we were hosting on this show. Right. Like, I thought they were coming back to us and we we're kind of. Is what after they beat us my, our, our sophomore year and they took that picture on the Gersky monu, monument. Uh, like that kind of stuck in my head. So, I mean, I was hoping that it'll be back home this year so we can kind of remake that picture, but with us up there. Yeah, unfortunately, that. scheduling changes have flip flopped that that game, but. Saturday afternoons also throws up a, a little bit of a, a wrench into your plans, uh, gets you uh, out of sync with your schedule. Uh, but yeah, so Saturday, October 1st, 1 o'clock at Mifflin. But you mentioned that Roman Catholic game. That's an interesting one. I know the coaches, that's uh, the one they want you all focused on right now, week one, first game. But because of the potential and talent that that team will bring here, uh, it's definitely one that no one wants to be looking past. And I know the fans are, are very interested in that one, too, just because it's an opponent that Wilson's never played. So yeah. it'll be brand new across the board. Uh, any others from the schedule? Those are the two that the first group mentioned as well. Like week one, Roman Catholic, and then week six against Government. Yeah. Those are the two big ones. Township, they got a good team, too. Like You can't ever count them out at Season all. Season finale yeah. on the road. And I would say Penfield, too. Yeah, last year yeah. they gave us a little bit of a problem in the first half, and mm-hmm. we handled it the rest of the game. Yeah, Yeager's doing a good job over there, yeah. but we can't let him get too confident. He's yeah, now they are coming to Gursky this year, yeah. so that that is definitely a game. Um, after we get through the Roman Catholic Mifflin, I think Hempfield and Township are the two big ones that stick out uh, from a league perspective. Yeah, If you guys want to win a third league championship in a row, those are probably going to be your two biggest options. That, that's at least on paper that's what people are thinking yeah so yeah those are the, those are definitely some big games coming up um you know we, we talked a little bit about the, the seniors you know the one-year starter who's going to step up how about team-wide underclassmen who are a couple of your teammates that the the fans and community should be excited to see on offensive defense this year that uh you think will have a breakout season henry flight okay because he's a little brother yeah he's been looking good uh, summer so far, and I mean he's getting a rush in with the varsity, and every time he goes in, he does what he has to do. So we wouldn't be surprised if he sees a couple snaps every game on Friday night. Okay, that's a good one. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't heard that one yet, so that's a good good pick. Anyone else from the position groups that I that I'm in? Uh, Eddie Case, 
definitely have a bigger year. He seen the field a little last year, but obviously playing behind Sean and being in that rotation, he didn't see it as much. And I think uh, Austin, Valiakavich will have a good year as well. Jackson Wagner, too. Okay. Yeah, when he comes back, I think we'll be very good. Good, good. That's a, that's good names for everyone to watch out for this season. Um, so far to date, what's your favorite uh, Wilson football memory? Give, give me one from when you were younger to when you're on the team now. Because that's what the first group wanted to talk about. They wanted to have two. One on the team in the last couple of years, and then one from like Little League, youth, uh, middle school days. You know, thinking back, what what is something you remember about wasn't football? Watching, doing, doesn't matter. You have one. I can't say when I was when I was younger, uh, my brother, my older brother played cornerback and I just remember one time they blocked a I think it was a kick. I don't know if it was like a punt or something, but I just remember they blocked it and I remember seeing him pick it up and run down the field and everybody screaming his name and I was just like, Yeah, that's I want that. Yeah. Like, I want that. Yeah. Is that Trevor? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think my best memory was having the be the ability to play for Dragonette and Kirkpatrick, and uh, having to be able to play with for Fernsler. Between those three guys, they definitely prepared me for coming up to play for Doms, uh, and also winning the uh, like the Van Rie Championship, or whatever, the youth. Yeah. So yeah, the BCIFYL. Yeah, yeah. Right? When we be wild over at uh, Birch Catholic, that's definitely a memory. I'll never forget. Yeah, that that one came up with the first group. A few other guys talked about that because uh, you had lost to them the year or two beforehand. You'd lost that same group in the championship yeah. before. Yeah. But you were able to beat beat them the, the next time you played. I mean, I wasn't here when I was younger, but I could definitely say because I grew up playing with you still. So it was like definitely fun every time. Like. We would go to tournaments and stuff together on travel teams. We'd have so much fun. Um, my biggest memory or favorite um, was in middle school for Fernsler. It was the first year we combined with um, Southern. Mm -hmm. So just getting to meet those guys early, early than we had to, was just nice. Yeah. Still talk to someone now. Yeah, that came up in the, the first group of interviews, too, saying that it was nice to get you guys. It felt like you got an extra year ahead of, what you normally would get Everybody instead else, of yeah. coming together as ninth graders, you came together as eighth graders. So now you have five years to play together mm -hmm. versus just three or four. So that was a, that was a highlight as well. How about from the last two years on the team? Uh, big moments, big games that yeah, you personally got to take take part in on on the varsity team. Anything jump out in your favorite favorite Wilson football memory entering your senior season? Yeah, I'll go. Uh... Definitely my sophomore year, we played township by township. Uh, we ended up winning, and then that kind of helped us win outright that year. And uh, my brother had a big, big game that game. I think he rushed for like That's a lot. 28 carries for almost like 300 yards. So like, it was good. It was like one of my first biggest games as a high schooler, and that was probably my best memory from high school year. Probably be the same game. That's my first varsity start because. My boy Troy went out. That was his first time being out. So that was a big game to have a first varsity start on. And I just remember just being on the field and was just, there's nothing like it. I loved it. And I mean, it just stuck with me ever since. My biggest memory here, I think, was that first game. Just like walking into the stadium, just looking at the energy it brings and how much like the community loves the football team. It's like definitely one of my favorite things here.
Um, yes, I'm about to just steal his same thing. He's coming out and have everyone cheer for you. It's just a great feeling seeing all the kids and stuff. Yeah, both those things you guys mentioned, uh, the, the community fans, the, the kids uh, were mentioned in the first group, and I said that uh, you guys will get to dive into that right away because I believe the Roman Catholic game is youth night, so you'll have Lincoln Park, oh, wow. Van Reed, uh, Southern and West, all the kids will be here ready to cheer you on for that game. And, and then the Man on Township game from two years ago, the, the shortened COVID season, delayed season, uh, since I had said at the beginning, we've got a bunch of DBs here with us. Uh, you were guys the ones that had to step up yeah. in 2020 because of all the injuries. Exactly. And, and, and Coach Wahlberg wasn't there. Yeah. He was sick, so yeah. he wasn't there calling the plays. Like, yeah, the adversity for that game, like one single game, the amount of yeah. people that were missing, key, key on the field and off the field. In that moment, uh, you mentioned your, your brother uh, scoring early in that game and yeah. how many carries he had, and then all the, uh, the the young guys, you guys that are now seniors that had to step up and fill important roles in that game. When I talked to the seniors last year during these interviews, almost all of them pointed to that game from when they were juniors as being the, the, their favorite Wilson football memory today because of just everything that had gone on the yeah. whole, whole week. So, yeah, that's definitely one that will always be remembered uh, for sure. So, uh, just a few more questions here and we'll wrap up. How about, do you guys have any uh, pregame superstitions or routines that you personally uh, uh, have to go through or you just don't feel right taking the field? Um, well, obviously, you got to touch the bulldog. Yeah, but, yeah, um, one, yeah. I just like to, um, when we're walking down, like, the, the stands or whatever, all the people putting their hands, I got to high-five all of them. It's just a thing I gotta do. I don't know why. Breakfast. Yeah. Just can't leave it when hanging. That's a cool moment. It's really cool. Yeah, it's routines we do. Yeah. Or superstitions, like anything. Yeah. Like, do you wear the same socks or stuff like that? I mean, personally, I gotta listen to music. I always gotta use the bathroom before I go. (laughs) So, like, that's that's a must. (laughs) It's definitely, like, just focusing up and, like, getting to myself and being in my own zone. I uh, always yell to the music uh, when we go for team dinner. I only eat fruit. I stay away from the chicken patties and the, the noodles usually. And uh, I always have to call my mom because I, only, I see her when I leave the, leave the house in the morning, but I don't see her until after the game, so I always got to call her to, before the game as well. That's a good one. Yeah, definitely just, uh, just like listening to music, and I usually just like take a nap. <laughs> Just kind of sit in my locker and just close my eyes and just chill out. Like clothing, food, music—those are the big ones. Obviously, the team one touching the bulldog that came up in the first first group too. Had a couple yeah. guys say that they focus on just kind of relaxing and going through their breathing, just to kind yeah. of kind of chill out. So, yeah, all good things. Um, growing up, uh, did you have a favorite high school football player you watched? Uh, if if you were in the area here or wherever you were from originally, like what player do you remember? coming to the high school, high school stadium and watching, uh, watching play for the Bulldogs or whoever. Their names um, that jump out, you really recall? My uh, favorite player watching was probably Brian Wright. Okay. Um, yes. Dad cuts my hair now, so I'll talk <laughs> to him. I used to go games and see him. He's a receiver. Yep. He's pretty nice. So I like watching him. Okay. I think my favorite player watching on a Friday night, but definitely his name is Junior Default. Okay. Uh, yeah. Go receiver? To yeah, he goes yeah. to Westchester now. Mm-hmm. He's like, he helped me through like my my middle school years, and he was a big mentor to me. 
Yeah. And everything I do, I still talk to him every single day. Yeah, big time receiver. Uh, Johnny Ray Snyder. Yep. A little, he's in, he's in my bloodline, so. Okay. Would always come up and watch him play. And then, uh, Jake Game is a name that has never left my head. I remember, <laughs> uh, playing for Coach Templin, he always used to tell us we can't wear gloves because Jake, because Gaiman didn't wear gloves. <laughs> and because his son was a quarterback yep, at the yep. time, so he was <laughs> like, when we were asking him to wear gloves, he was like, you don't need them. Jake Gaiman doesn't wear them. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs>
Yeah, I want to get the behind-the-scenes story about that, what was going on there. That, I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, right, last thing, we'll wrap up here before my uh, laptop battery dies. What is your guys' fan? What is your message to the Wilson fans as you get ready to embark on your season, senior season here uh, for Wilson football? What do you want the, the fans and community to know about you and your team? Um, we're hungry. That's, that's really what stay I got. Stay tuned. Just stay tuned. We're you got stay it. tuned. It's going to be a big year. We got a lot of uh, seniors who are looking to step up, kind of fulfill their roles and yeah. fulfill the senior tradition as well. So, I mean, we're looking as a team, we're looking to obviously compete for all the championship series on the table. Yeah, that's what everyone wants to hear. Uh, 100% effort all the time. Uh, no giving up. Uh, appreciate you guys taking the time with me and no practicing here. Thanks Good luck us. next week uh, as you get ready for the, uh, the padded practice in, in the summer heat. Prepping for your uh, week one showdown with Roman Catholic on the 26th. And I look forward to discussing uh, your victories uh, Friday evenings afterwards to get you back on the Bulldog Hour. So appreciate it, guys, and uh, best of luck the uh, rest of the day. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, so there you have it. Nine senior player interviews done. Another great group there. That that second uh, group of guys I talked to um, it was funny. It was all defensive backs. I mean, I know they play offensive positions right. too, but it was all defensive backs. Uh, and 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 uh, I was going to say specialists. That's not right. Skill players on offense. Uh, but we talked to J- Jamie Sands yesterday in the assistant coach interviews, and he talked very highly of that defensive backfield that he has. A lot of guys with a plenty of talent and experience coming back for him and talk to four of them. And like I said, we did miss a few um, senior players that uh, were expected to join us, but we're unable to make the timing work. And there's a, a few more I want to get caught up with. So if you didn't see him on the show tonight, like, like we said, we have the scrimmage this Saturday and we have uh, all the post game post victory sessions that we'll do. Yeah. So we'll definitely make sure that um, many, many of the players, especially the seniors get some, uh, some airtime. So if you missed out, fear not. And uh, hey, track track us down. Like we're always ready to do the, these interviews at any at any moment. So if you want to you want to you want to talk about something Wilson football, uh, let us know. Yeah, that's kind of right up our alley. If you, if yeah, you haven't picked a little up on bit, that, by yeah. <laughs> so uh, w- w- the only thing I really wanted to point out was uh, I didn't get to ask the first group this, and I didn't bring it up to the coaches, but I mentioned it to that second group of players. The uh, the Patrick Mahomes uh, shout out that that was really cool. I was alerted to it by a um, little Coach Wolber. We call him LCW. I don't like, know. We got don't LCD. Know they- we got L- so yeah, um, Ryan um, tagged me in a post. I think on Instagram, and this was while I was uh, away visiting my in laws in Pittsburgh last weekend. And it was late at night, and I was like, well, I clearly have to repost this because how often does one of the best NFL quarterbacks mention uh, your team name? I don't think it happens that regularly, but it is funny. I know Chad had reposted it as well and just said uh, – like the his ducklings following him, you know, he, he's he's the uh, he's the mentor of that the young quarterback room, uh, which is great. Uh, it was a lot of fun. It's a great video um, where Patrick Mahomes just shouts out Wilson Bulldogs. So that was that was fun. That was cool to see. Um, next week Sunday, eight what is it August twenty first eight thirty p.m. right here. We'll have Paul Roberts on the show. We'll preview the entire ten game regular season slate. 
go uh, opponent by opponent. We'll give you, you know, coaching information, so their schedule information, players that they lost, and of course the players they have coming back. And we'll discuss uh, the talent that Wilson will see uh, opposite them for the next ten weeks. I mean, the football is right around the corner. Training camp starts tomorrow. So we are excited to be here. We're excited that this moment is here and we can't wait to cover it all for you. So hopefully you will join us weekly on the show and hopefully we'll have to see many of you at Gersky Stadium and other high school venues over the next few weeks. So Justin, anything else to add? Yeah, it was it was fun uh, hearing from the seniors. Um, we enjoy that a lot, hearing from the players. Um, we talk about the coaches, how they, they've really been open to us being around over the last few years. Um, and it's fun, but it works best because the players are open to it too. So it's fun that they are willing to sit down and, and answer the questions and um, give us the time. Yeah, I don't – during the interviews, I don't always pay attention to uh, their faces. I'm usually looking at my notes and my screen and make sure that everything's recording properly and I know what question I'm asking next. So it's nice sitting back and – Rewatching the interviews yeah, and seeing how they're smiling and laughing. Well, and, it seems like they're having a good and time. And a lot of the questions we ask them, not obviously all of them would apply, but a lot of those things are the things we talk about all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, like, um, you know, like the one when we ask, like, who should we look out for? You and I are always talking, like, hey, who do we think who's going to really break up? out? Yeah. You know, like, who? So, like, that's always fun stuff that we enjoy talking about. It's fun to hear um, their insight as well. Yeah. So, all right. I think that does us for us here on the Bulldog Hour. Uh, episode five of season eight is over. Episode six next weekend. I hope everyone has a great week and hope the uh, team has a great uh, first few days of practice leading up to the scrimmage against Coatesville on Saturday. That will be at Coatesville. Uh, it's supposed to kick off at 10 o'clock. I don't know if varsity will be first or if that'll no, be JV, yeah. but it is down at Coatesville. So you'll have to make your way down there if you want to see Wilson in action with the pads on for the first time. Um, but that's it. So um, for Justin Raffoff, I'm Joe Mays. Until next time, go, go Bulldogs. Bulldogs. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Bulldog Hour. Want more Wilson football? Follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. Or visit www.bulldoghour.com. The Bulldog Hour is a feature program on jmnjrradio.com.